Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello, and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Zach. Are you guys buried in snow like I am? <laughs> buried in snow? <laughs> That's an exaggeration. That's a but in DC, if it snows. I haven't realized it yet. Um... That's okay. You, you didn't. That's the best you dad jokes. You didn't the best dad Zach, jokes Zach are the. Zach is starting are the, to get it. Mike, are, are the God. accidental ones. Mike, Mike got a week off and he's just getting flustered, right? Um, no, Barry. Yeah, no. Our last names are Barry, Barry. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. Glad, glad we got there. <laughs> definitely, definitely meant to do that. Thanks for picking. I'm glad you picked up on that. Uh, you anyway. know, um, Mike, we're the ones that make the dad jokes. I don't know what you're doing here. Um, but, um, yeah, I'd say that I'm looking out my window right now and I see nothing but white across the board. Um, that means my morning's going to suck and, uh, I'm going to have to wake up at like six and snow blow and get it going. And, uh, hopefully it's not as bad as they said it was, but yeah, it's all right. Whatever. We're in, we're in Hoth. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, the frozen North kind of sucks. I, I don't know. I haven't lived up here for like five, six years and, um, hopefully will not for another couple like after like a week or two i should be back to dc which i hear is actually pretty white right now it, itself it is um, yeah we got we so. got a we got some, enough snow to build a snowman oh so. i'm not gonna lie this was like the first time and maybe it's because i have two kids now this was the first time that i sat down the other day when i heard the storm was coming and i said to myself uh, why the R2-D2 beep noises do I live in a place where it can get frigid cold and snow all the time when I could live somewhere warm? Um, now, um, there are certain places that are warm that I would not go to due to humidity, mind you. But I mean, my wife's from North Carolina. Like, wh- like what, what am I doing? Yeah. What am no, I doing here? I, what, what are you doing is <laughs> like, really is doing? the real question. It's, you know, I mean, like, if you've lived in, have you lived in Boston pretty much your whole life? My whole life, okay, yes. I mean, yeah. I do have reasons to live here. Like I, my family business, like it, it's not like I, I can just up and leave right now and just go to North Carolina. But let me tell you something. When the family business is gone, I, I might just be like, hey, we're selling the house. We're going somewhere where I don't have to shovel or snowball for the rest of my life. And just, and I really do think it's because of the kids. I love snow and cold most of my life. But seriously, I sat down on the couch the other day and I just sank in and I was like, what am I doing? Yo, so you just want you you got to be very sure when you move south that you're not gonna move back north. Cause let me tell you, once you come back, it is like three times as bad. You're like, oh my god, I got a shovel. <laughs> like, like I've got a shovel every two days. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, it's it's real bad. I, I'm from Chicago and I miss the snow. Like. You know, you, I grew up in you Chicago. S- you say that, but like, yeah, you're right. I like, say that, but if yeah, <laughs> shoveling still sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Like just, here, winters are just so lame. It's just we get we occasionally get snow, but mostly it's like 35 degrees and rainy. We get a lot of freezing rain in DC, and it's it's like why can't it just be either San Diego or snow? You know, <laughs> it's winter. It's supposed to be something, not you know freezing rain all the time. Speaking of freezing, that's that's clicking in my head why I sank into my couch. My garage door is frozen shut. That's what caused all this. I have a brand new garage door. It's a, legitimately a brand new whole setup. 
Okay. We bought the house, the brand new garage door. My wife goes to go to work. She's a nurse. Okay. She's, she's running a little bit behind. She goes, the garage door won't open. I'm like, what did you just say to me? It's the first time I've ever had a garage, mind you. And that's what caused me to sit there and sink into the couch and realize what am I doing with my life? Because I have this brand new garage door that literally was not moving. So I had to boil water the next morning to go throw it on like the rubber part. But what's funny was, I guess that my garage door realized it needed to open. Like it must've still like been like the chain must've still been there. So it unfroze in the morning and it was lifted by like three or four inches somehow. I don't know. I just remember that it was just, I know this is not Legion. I know this is off topic, but that frozen garage door really put things in perspective for me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it makes you wonder why they chose Hoth, right. As opposed to like, I don't know, someplace that looked like Scarif, like, uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's I'm a assuming. big it's a big galaxy. Like they can't find like a warmer remote planet to. You know, I'm just know. assuming that they thought that maybe Vader didn't want to walk on Hoth. Like maybe his like cyber genetic like arthritis knees weren't going to make it through Hoth. I don't know. Um, I don't so... think you get. I don't think you get arthritis and cybernetic implants. I mean, I'm that not a scientist. Point, Kyle. I mean, like, okay. Yeah. If if you don't have like actual joints in which to get the arthritis in, does it really count? I, I don't know. Anyway, speak. Why don't we move on to Legion? Uh, but real quick, let's hit some housekeeping. What do you got for us, Mike? Housekeeping. Uh, yeah. So Cubicle Raiders is still going strong. Um, you know, uh, pre-orders are still up for that. So, uh, please check that out on the fifth trooper.com. We, um, I believe if it, uh, is not out yet, it will be out soon. Um, a TTS mod for Cubicle Raiders will be coming along with that. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And I also think, um, it is if, and Kyle, correct me here if I'm mistaken, uh, I believe it is Notorious Scoundrels giveaway in Invader League this week. Um, so, it is so that's accurate. A, that's a thing that's going on. We are, I think we've got a mystery swag is is what we're calling it. So you won't know what you're gonna get until you get it. Um, but we do. So you know, I'm not sure that's true. That's it's a mystery, also to me. Uh, so but, Sorry. by the by the time the giveaway is concluded, uh, <laughs> at least we will know what swag we are. Can you sending please post you. a picture of what it is so Kyle and I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know we have access to to various sweet Legion swag. We hadn't completely decided yeah, on what it was going to be yet, but yeah. it will be sweet. Um, it will be it will be awesome. Yeah, and it will be swag, and it will be Legion related. All of those things are accurate. Yes. So um, you're not going to send somebody a shovel and go off topic on us. I mean, uh, if it's a shovel, it'll be like a Legion shovel. Right. It'll probably say, surprise, everyone. Jay Shalansky is now making snow shovels out of his out of his back, backyard. So. No. Or, or salt shovels. Salt shovels. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Anyway, there's, there's actually, um, why don't we do news? Let's do news, if that's it for housekeeping. Welcome to In the News. So... There is, in fact, a AMG live stream, supposedly specifically about the Star Wars properties, on the third of February at four p.m. Eastern. Yeah, and um, I think that uh, me and uh, Jay are gonna try and do a like a either a, a live cast like 
response stream or something directly after it um because we, we got no idea what this is gonna be yeah <laughs> you know so um i uh we're, we're gonna try and do it do a video of that um and it'll probably be live i would imagine on the fifth trooper um youtube I'm not gonna so. lie i need it i need it to be i need it to be good i need whatever they bring to the table i need a spark if, I, if, if so to speak i would personally temper your expectations no 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 it doesn't need to be like a crazy announcement i just need it to be good you know what i mean like i I want a direction like not a like i don't need to know exactly what's going on but i just want to i just want to just like a calming presence of where they're possibly headed if that makes any sense i mean i don't know that we're gonna get a lot of detail i don't want to speculate too much because we don't really do that here but I don't know that we're going to get a lot of details. I don't expect them to like preview new units. Maybe they will. I no, don't know. totally. I don't expect but that at all. I expect so. it to be kind of like a, hey, we're AMG. Here's our team. Uh, we're serious about making Star Wars a good game. Uh, peace out. Yeah, you and know, that's all like, I need. I just need the vibes okay. from whatever they do. As long as that's your expectation. Yeah, like, yeah. That's all I need. Like, I'm not saying like I need them to be like, oh, this is what we're doing with competitive play, and this is what's coming out for the year. I don't need that. I just need them to be like, hey, like I'm so and so. This is where we're going. Like this is the route we're trying to take. You know, with you know the steps we're gonna take, and that's all I need. I just need like right now. I feel like I have no floor to stand on. If that makes any sense, like like, and that could be for a lot of reasons. Like there's no in real, in real life games. There's no news to de- to deal with. Right. There's nothing going on. We, we talked about it all like all night before we started this cast. Like we're not, I'm not saying we're running out of topics. We can always find topics, but like there's no like fresh like things to discuss. Right. And this is one that can bring us some fresh, you know, things to discuss. And two, we could probably get a feel for what AMG is looking to do. And that's just even from them saying, Hey, we're AMG. This is what we want from Star Wars Legion. Next topic. Even if they say it in such a concise way, but I feel conviction and I feel like they feel like, as long as I feel passion come out of them, because that's the one thing about Luke and Alex, right? You know, in FFG, like you could always feel the, the passion that was coming out of them. And I'm not saying AMG doesn't, won't have that passion. I just need to see that, feel that and hear that and I'll be fine. Yeah. I also think it's, it's important to remember that I'm, I'm pretty sure this is not just a Star Wars Legion panel. This is a, this is Star Wars at AMG. So like, you know, um, they're gonna likely be talking about X-wing and Armada. I, you know, um, I'm expecting quick hits on all three. Games, yeah, I don't. Games, I don't think is. this is gonna be anything other than, hey, this is who we are. Right. You know, put put your trust in us. We'll we're yeah. gonna stay the course or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I think that's probably the extent. Of, if if we get anything more than that, I will be Bonus. happy and surprised. Yep. But I I would not be expecting anything more than that. Yep. No, no. And, and that's, again, that's not, I don't want anything crazy. I just want to have a ground to stand on. Like, I just want to feel grounded a little bit. That's all. Yeah. I'd imagine we'll get at least that. Uh, all right. So there's that. Uh, check out the various Fifth Trooper properties to see how we're going to be streaming whatever that reaction show is with you and Jay. Um, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh I assume it'll probably be on there or maybe Twitch. I don't know. Uh, it'll, anyway. it, it will definitely be on YouTube. It's just okay. So subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So Mike and I have both now played some invader games. Mike's played one. I've played two. Uh, this is, this is our 
Do we we need like a group 11 update drop? I feel like group 11, 11 update. update. Drop. Uh, yeah, we can we can find something. Um, <laughs> or just record, you know, dynamic voice. Update, you know, yeah, we could. Do yeah, that. exactly. There you go. There it is. Um, all right, Mike, you played you played a game yesterday. I think it was yesterday. All the days blur together these days. Uh, yeah. Yesterday was Sunday, right? So yes, yes, it was yesterday. yes. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah. Uh, so I did. I played a game against Zodiac. Um, it was an interesting game for a lot of reasons. So a couple things that I guess from my side of the fence that are notable. I've been waffling hard about what to even play this. I, I. This is going to be controversial, but I don't like this meta. Maybe more than I don't like the last. Didn't like the last one. Um, I'm I I'm with you a little bit. So um, continue, and, continue. And and it's it's mainly because I am having a hard time finding um, something that I want to play. Um, it you know. Every time I put together a list, I'm like, yeah, this could be good, but there's just, like, something out out there that, like, hard counters it. Um, and I don't feel great about that. In any case, um, I spent, like, two weeks theory crafting without Kyle, <laughs> which, which was difficult for me. <laughs> because normally, I'm like, I put together a list, I immediately DM it to Kyle, I'm like, what do you think of this? And he's either like, looks good, or looks like looks like crap start again <laughs> you know and and we you know we kind of bounce stuff like that um but i didn't get to do that so it it's it's funny because uh i just ended up i was like all right zodiac let's play tomorrow because he had dm'd me about it and i was like screw it i'm just gonna play the list i played last season basically <laughs> um and it's still good it's it's still really good uh it's you know, basically, uh, I played two phase twos, um, three phase ones with various loadouts. Uh, two of them had Z6s, one of them had fives. Uh, there was a couple personnel, like specialists and captains, thrown in there. Did you, with... As I said, did you throw a specialist with uh, fives? I did. Yeah, so I love I love that setup so much. Yeah, I, I had four four core units that could get free aim tokens, and and I had four four core units that could have face up orders on take that clankers. Um, because I took the commander, you know, I took Rex aggressive tactics, recon Intel along with, um, the generic commander with vigilance and then the compulsory three arc strike teams. Right. So, yeah. Cause like quick, quick math off my head. I, I think fives in a phase one with a specialist is two points less than fives in a phase two with offensive push. If my math is correct. And you gain an extra body. Yeah, I mean, the, the big... So the, you lose reliable, of course. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing is that, like, the the whole, like, phase one captain offensive push versus phase two offensive push um, Z6 squads, they're the same price, and you, you get a little bit different things. Um, but, but the extra body um, yeah. is pretty good. And, and oftentimes... You only need to like ignore suppression like once a game, anyways. So I don't know. Yeah, um, and in that list, you probably have surges that you can get around and dodges and stuff. So like, yeah, you're getting five surges on your one pip turns because you're handing out so many order tokens with aggressive tactics, right? So, um, so I showed up with 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 basically Rexstar, um, and 
Zodiac, man, Kyle, I don't know what you did to Zodiac, but, 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 you know, I had seen him playing Anakin, um, Anakin situational awareness spam. And I had, I brought Rexstar cause I was like, I want a, I, it was kind of my go-to cause I was, I, I feel really comfortable with it. And B, I wanted to really kind of test what we had um, been saying on the cast around situational awareness and stuff in like a live fire setting, you know, like not like just to like screw around or whatever, but like this is, there's marbles on the table, you know? Um, and, and he showed up with mall, Cad Bane, double sab, uh, generic, like six naked B ones and um, a uh, malls, droid buddy and i he put it on the table and i was like oh this is not the game i thought it was gonna be uh <laughs> i literally don't know if i've ever seen zodiac play anything but clones so when you told me he played droids i was like what did kyle do to this guy yeah and and it was it was even funnier because this was a list that i had been like theory crafting to maybe like you know, uh, wild card against Kyle. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, well, I guess we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> um, this is, this is, we're going to test the waters on a number of things. So we ended up playing sabotage the moisture evaporators, minefield, uh, major offensive. Um, and I think he was in a bit of a weird position from the get go because, um, we were playing on the, the, the fugly, uh, industrial complex um mm -hmm. and there was not a ton of great places for him to put his vaps on a f major o where he could like completely hide them um i, I did that on purpose yes by the way because for those that are informed of this uh kyle made these maps uh <laughs> some of them but this one specifically um and so he was in a little bit of an awkward situation because he really didn't have any guns like it which when you're playing Vaps, it's kind of a big deal in kind of like warding the enemy off. So he ended up basically infiltrating Bane and Maul behind line of sight blockers in the middle of the table and scouting forward with his sabs in like basically the middle of the table. And to kind of like, he had to hold my guys off because I've got four units with basically range five, take that clankers. One of those B1 units moves to a sab, to a, to evaporator. It's just is just dead right um so he had to kind of build like a bulwark of mines and stuff and and i kind of went into the game with uh i just i'm just gonna like put one of these sab units in a box so that it can't get out and just just kill it um and uh i ended up ttcing uh cad bane um it it kind of went a little south for him uh there i it, it was you know, this was this was my real I, my my moment that I was like, you know what, Rexstar is still really good. I um, he he put Cadbane behind a line of sight blocker. I took my fives unit, and I I moved them up with take that clankers and and fives couldn't or, not fives could like barely see him. So they were he was in heavy cover and like I cohered all my guys like out around the corner, uh, except for one, and then I was like, all right. I just dumped the whole squad into him. I rolled one hit. Um, and then I used my 10 aim tokens and it became a full pool of hits with no blanks. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, uh, the Rexstar is still, still very excellent. Um, 
Cad Bane died very quickly thereafter. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, I, I was I've been concerned about the list just because of everything, all the theory crafting. But like at the end of the day, it's, token sharing is still really good. It's it still, still has like a truck. Yeah, yeah. Token sharing. I, it's not even aim sharing. Is just really brutal. It, yeah. It, it is very punishing. You you can't expose a unit to expose a unit that you can't live without to a unit that can share like 12 aim tokens. It's just not yeah. a thing you can do. Um, so anyways, uh, we ended up going four, four. I won on victory points because I killed his cad Bane and then he had to walk in. Maul had to walk into my standby castle of clones. Uh, they might not be able to share them, but it's still pretty brutal when, um, we had no way to, he had no way to take them off. He had no way to strip them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's not a great place to be in. Yeah. So that was my invader experience so far. Well, I also played Zodiac. <laughs> um, I think the day before you did. And uh, yeah, I, I might have thrown him off a little bit. He did say that, so he was playing Anakin clones, which I think is like his go-to list. I think that's his, that's his comfort zone list. That's also what he played for the first game. Um, so I didn't, I played a list that I thought was good against anything because I didn't want to like, you know, in case he did some crazy uh, last minute change against me, I, I still wanted something that was good. But basically I played what is essentially like a Cassian gunline 2.0. Um, I had Cassian, K2, Chewbacca, uh, a rebel officer with vigilance, uh, three of those um, DLT captain situational awareness units, uh, one DLT with a medic, and then three snipers. So um, I had six units with Pierce, uh, including you know four of which have high velocity. So even if there was going to be some dodge sharing going on, um, hopefully it wouldn't matter that much. It ended up so I was like, if I can get into some kind of attrition fight, uh, I think I'll be in pretty good shape. Well, um, he outbid me. Uh, and he was blue, and then Evaporators was in the third slot. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, this is already off to a bad start. Um, because even if you have all of those tools, clone activations are still hard to pick off because they're so tough. Um, so basically, I was like, I have to kill an Arc Strike team somehow. Um, you know, everything else has five or more wounds and red saves. Uh, this is otherwise, it's going to be a slog. So. Um, I ended up doing that on basically I had like a, there was a couple initial Cassian shots that just bounced where I got double crits, but they just bounced off impervious. Um, and then I, I was able to set up a shot uh, where DLT got both arc models uh, in sight and uh, basically got two crits and then he rolled two blanks. So uh, <laughs> from, yeah, it was one of those moments um like sometimes you're rolling really hot on those saves and sometimes you're not. And that's kind of how it was for him. His, his pools were all like, I mean, I think even on the receiving end, you'd rather it be some mix. Right. Uh, but his, his rolls were like either all paint or all blanks, uh, at least on, on that, on those first couple of turns. 
I don't know what it is. And I know it's in my mind. Like it's not an actual thing because the math is still pretty much the same when it mm. becomes impervious and non-impervious weapons. But when you shoot arc troopers and they don't throw that extra die for impervious, I don't know what it is, but it just feels a little bit better. I don't, and I know that I know it all still kind of maps out the same or not really the same, but it's, it really makes no difference. It's still we better think, to use pierce against them. than yeah, to Of not course, use of course, them. of yeah. course it is. Of course it is. But I don't know what it is. I've seen more bad rolls from arcs when they get shot by like a DLT or like a T two and B than when they throw like an extra die with impervious. I again, it's just my mind. I know what the actual math is, and I get the piercing is better than not piercing. But I've seen so many rolls where DLTs like Rebel DLTs do yeah. that. You know, and that's basically what happened. And then I, I I was in a position where I essentially had to like extract um, that Rebel DLT that I that I moved forward to push that arc um, out of the middle of the map. Over the course of that turn and the next one, because if if they died, then you know that's seventy nine points in exchange for fifty eight, which means I'm still behind. So he did shoot at them with things, but between the the dodges and um, cover and double guardian with Cassian and K two, I was basically able to extract them. Um, and then at, from that point on, I was on defense. So and he had to basically run Anakin into the teeth of a six pierce unit rebel gun line. So. Um, it kind of went downhill from there, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely one of those, um, one of those games where if I had not been able to kind of scope that arc unit, it would have, it would have gone very differently. Cause I didn't, that was, that was a game where I strongly considered bringing a force user and I ended up not doing it and, um, assaulting evaporators as red without a force user is difficult, <laughs> especially on certain deployments. And he was able to put both of his VAPs in relatively safe locations where like, if I was charging them with rebel troopers, I would have had a really hard time. So, um, especially since he had Anakin, so who is, uh, ironically a, a good defensive force user, but not a great offensive one. Um, so yeah, I think if I was unable to, to take out those arcs, it would have been a very different game, but. Were you able to use the flock art? Um, it didn't end up mattering. Um, it could have his Anakin saves were really bad. So it reached a point where it was where it was clear to him, and actually, this maybe we should talk. We should parlay into deciding when you need to go all in. But essentially, uh, there was there was a point where he realized that he needed to just go all in with Anakin, um, because I wasn't going to let him pick off any units, and um, he needed to get to evaporator or he needed to kill like multiple units, uh, and he did that. And I shot a lot of things at Anakin, um, and his saves were quite bad. I think he was like three for three for nine or something on saves with surges included in there. So clearly not great, but I also had like, I had more units to shoot at him. And by the time he died, he had like five suppression. So I would have played his flaw card next turn and he, you know, he would have been fishing Anakin from the stack while I continued shooting him with those same like six to seven units. Um, So it didn't come into play. It would have, if his saves were a little better, but I don't think it would have changed the result. Yeah. uh, I mean, one way or another. PSA to anyone that plays Kyle, you are never going to be given a free opportunity to take out any unit of his for its worth. That's not um, true. I there was this uh, one that's... time I saw this five man commando squad just get blasted off the board on like turn one or We even said that was a very uncharacteristic play. I'm just saying that, that like to use the word never. <laughs> I never I... is maybe not fair. It happens. I... It definitely it is happened. very rare for Kyle Dornbus to give you an opportunity to wipe something off the board. Now, 
hold on. To be fair, Kyle was not up in that game. When Kyle goes up in the game, it's especially the case that he will not give up a unit for you to shoot. Um, so you probably so just to parlay into your all in when you're playing you, you Kyle, you probably you have to go to all in more than you think. You guys play more and way more, so I get it. So. I, um, somebody, uh, you're gonna find out tomorrow, which is today when you're listening, or yeah. the next day when we don't know when this gas is coming out. But the civil war is coming, and I'm hyping it up. I'm I just got a flush of energy right now. The civil war, civil war, Kyle. Civil yeah, Mike. so Mike and Mike and I are playing this week. We're playing on, and it's um, we're not sure if this cast is going to be out before we play. So this might be a post 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 posthumous uh, plug, but we're <laughs> playing on Tuesday night at around eight ish, eight thirty ish, depending on when my kids go to bed. <laughs> um, but David will be casting that over on Yavin Base, uh, so check that what out. What are you guys playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that. Um, we're quite there yet uh <laughs> you know um uh, yeah we'll see i i legitimately have no idea oh, i God. have some feelings about it uh what map is it naboo is that right naboo. Naboo, yeah uh which is an interesting map did you make naboo no no i did not make that one i think droids no there's uh a, there's a lot Tob- of Tobias. Yeah. on it um yeah so we'll see how that ends up going um Double airspeeder, baby. Yeah, I don't. Airspeeders are really good on that map, actually. I think they'd be really good on that map. It feels like they'd be kind of like there's specific lanes you have to fly them down on that map. I feel like. Well, they can fly over everything, and they can hide behind all of because it's a bunch of height two line of sight blockers, basically. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Kyle's bringing double airspeeder, baby. (laughs) I feel like bringing double airspeeder against me would be sort of questionable, considering how much he knows I like playing clones. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> um. I mean, I don't know. That's <laughs> just, just a thought. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to bring double air speeder. Don't worry. Yeah. Um. So you somebody had mentioned. Uh, I think you both had mentioned when to dive. Oh yeah, it's just when to go when you need to. So we've 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 talked. We we did like an entire episode on kind of assessing. You know, we use the terms beat down and control, which which comes from magic, but sort of somewhat analogous to Legion. But essentially, like assessing when when the status quo of the game is acceptable to you and when it's not, and then when it's not acceptable to you, what is it that you need to do to change it, and like how how vigorously do you need to do whatever that thing is? Um, so, assess making that calculus is a really important skill in Legion, and I think evaporators is kind of the, the perfect example for that because it's it's relatively simple um you know if if both evaporators are in quote-unquote safe positions which is fairly common then the game starts out with blue player in that position where they're they're in the in the control position and it's on red player to make something happen and then essentially as soon as the unit dies you know whatever the point total score is uh for points killed whoever's up on points killed is the one that's in the driver's seat and it's on the other person to then make something happen. Yeah, um, you always have to be counting. Always. Yeah, always be counting the points. So on VAPS specifically, you kind of, if you're not in the driver's seat, you kind of always need to be like in all-in mode. There are ways to, to kind of scope or pick off activations with less risk depending on what kind of units you have. But generally speaking, um, 
if you're a red player to start or if or if you're the player that loses a unit first. Like you need to as soon as that happens, you need to just fully commit everything, basically. Um for, for the most part. Unless unless it's clear that you can because sometimes, like in that situation that I described with Zodiac, you know, I had to essentially expose a unit to take out one of his units. And if I had lost that unit, then you know, Zodiac would have immediately been back on the defensive. So he didn't want to also have a bunch of overexposed units. So you, you do have to like, you do have to weigh the risks a little bit. But, um, you know, like as soon as, at least in that game, as soon as I successfully extracted that unit, um, he basically needed to just go all in. And I think I, it took him like an extra turn basically to do that. I know part of that was, you know, I had Cassian and three snipers with firing lanes set up such that there wasn't like a great place for him to actually cross that that open ground but um you know you just generally like once you've kind of assessed that that if the game were to end you know now that you would lose um you really need to seriously think about how vigorously you, you need to commit to changing the status quo yeah i don't necessarily disagree I think that there are times where you, in the situation that you're describing, I think that Zodiac, and I didn't see the game, okay, but if he if he realized it had turned too late that he should have gone all in, we'll say, my my advice would be this: is that you don't necessarily have to always go all in like you're saying, but always be moving. I know that's what I think my advice would be: is to always be moving into a position that if you have to go all in like you're suggesting that you're in a position to do so. If you realize that it turned too late and you're, and you're lagging behind in those movements and decision-making, it's because you didn't move. And let's say you took like an extra token or something like that, or you moved into a, a defensive position rather than forward to an offensive position um, to then go into the all in. Like, it, like I'm just basing it off the, the situation you're describing. That's all. And I see that more oftentimes than not when I'm watching games is that some someone will be like around behind on their their decision making. I've been in that sh- I've been in that position where I realized that it turned too late that I should have been moving a unit rather than holding them back defensively to be safe. Or I should you know if I took an aim token rather than moving right. All these you don't we say it all the time and and as much as we can give that advice, sometimes you forget how little actions you have throughout a game. And you get caught in a moment and you think to yourself, all right, I'm fine taking this aim and shooting rather than shooting and moving. And when you really should be shooting and moving or doing something else, you know, just, just, just a pure example. Um, like every action matters in this game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so my advice would be to piggyback what you're saying is to understand that if you have to go all in, you're in a position to do so. And if you're lagging behind, it's because you maybe should have been moving a little bit towards that. Because I think in VAPS, you don't necessarily have to go all in per se, but get yourself in a position that if you do, you're in that position. Because like what I'm saying that is because if you decide to go all in and it fails, you're now in the hole way more than you were before. So if you're in a position to kind of swing like a door kind of like, and you can either go one way or the other, you're in a position to either be defensive or offensive because you move forward, but safely, if that makes any sense. I know I'm kind of on a tangent, but like get yourself in a position that's safe defensively and offensively, knowing that you either have to push one direction or the other, but more up the board. Because a lot of times on VAPS, you're playing defensively and you're turtling up and you're not really moving to where you need to be. And that's where it can bite you in the ass. Yeah, I actually, um, 
this is one of the reasons I like Legion. I actually, I view this skill a little bit as like the strongest thing I do generally. Um, and, and I think not to toot my own horn, but like, <laughs> um, to, to, uh, the, the way I think about this is I think about it like a football game. And, um, like, when when you say all in, I think about, like, when are the times that, like, <clears throat> metaphorically in Legion that you would, like, go for it on fourth down? Um, and, and, like, sometimes you do that in the second quarter because you're on, you're, you're like, in a crappy field goal position and like you're also you, you can't really punt right um and like so to just extend this metaphor like I, the way i feel about that is is kind of like in the in the game that we played Kyle where we were both on uh, playing sat we were playing sabotage moisture evaporators and i scoped your sabine with my boss was like i went for it on fourth down but like i didn't really have much to lose right there right like if 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 i miss that shot like you might chunk a unit, but I'm already down at that point, right? Um, and the game state's not really going to change. Um, and and I think that when it comes to going all in, so to say, like oftentimes it's really about playing a safe, a safe and smart game up until a certain point, and then there comes a point where like it's not about you're in a safe position, you're not on the 35 yard line, you're on your own like 20. And you have to be like, there's two minutes left in the game. You still have to go for it on fourth down. And I think that's the situation that when when we say, hey, you need to go all in, that we're really talking about. Because, um, like, it, it's it's the point of no return, right? Like, and, and I think that most of the time when we talk about something like this, it's almost always in relation to a force user crossing open ground over multiple turns. Like, I... I don't want to like stereotype too much because it definitely can happen in situations with other units, but that is like the quintessential all in play that comes up a lot in this game is I I'm super behind the, there's only one unit in my entire list that, that could possibly make up the difference. It's Anakin or it's Kenobi or it's Luke or whatever. And and you have to cross open ground because you are not in a safe position. And and making that decision at the right time and point is very important. And if you do it wrong, it's it's kind of over. And sometimes you don't have a choice, but a lot of times you do. Um, and and how you do it is super important as well. So I don't I don't know if we want to get into like the super specific details of that, but um, you know, I, I yeah. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting topic. And honestly, it's one that I struggle with sometimes too, personally, just because I am such a defensive slash conservative player. Um, I often do sort of the, you think of terms in, in terms of baseball, or sorry, football, I think in terms of baseball, um, as like the team that can't decide whether they want to go for the playoffs or not. So they make a couple moves to sort of improve their team, but they don't sell the farm. Like they kind of half-ass it. And then by the time they realize that that wasn't enough to get them to the postseason, but also they you know, let some free agents go that they could have traded for prospects. Um, it's kind of like a lose-lose situation. You know, that def- that definitely happens to me sometimes where I'm just like, no, I can I can just kind of, you know, play my usual uh, careful trading game here for another turn or two. And then I realize, you know, two turns late that I needed to go hard two turns ago. Um, 
So, um, I think it's funny that we all think about this in like a sports analogy. Baseball, he thinks about it in football, and I see it as a hockey rink. So, yeah, just, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting, and it's 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 something that takes a while. You know, like I said, I personally still struggle with that sometimes. So, it's a very interesting topic. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, it's it's tough to get right, and it and, is. and like the biggest. My advice, like just quick hit topical advice for this, is that if you're not sure, go for it. Like go f- and 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 don't feel bad about going for it. Like yeah. that that's the thing that I see tons of people doing is that like they they're like okay I'm behind, but if I all in and and like he dies like obviously it was a mistake and and the answer to that question like it, it's not a mistake even if he dies like like yeah it it's like you had to do it and you had it's like sometimes you're out is only 20 percent, and when you're crossing an open field with a force user walking into six core units with guns like sometimes they just die you know like and um i learned very early playing legion to that if you second guess yourself the original decision is probably what you wanted to go with. Um, like I learned that very, very early. Like I, just pure example, real quick. I wanted to play change of plans against Palpatine. We were playing, you know, at, at a prime at this point. I had a gut instinct that he might be holding on to and now you will die. So maybe I should hold on to it for a turn. And we were, you know, running against the clock. So I'm trying to trying to hedge my bet. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play this instead. And he played and now you'll die. And I didn't get to change the plans. And it changed the whole game, right? And I've never second guessed myself in Legion ever since then. Whatever my first instinct is, like if, I mean, I'm not saying like I have go off gut instincts, but like whatever I think is like the smart play, like first instinctual, I'll go with that. And I won't second guess myself to kind of double down on what you're kind of getting at. Yeah, like second guess yourself three days later. Don't second yes. guess yourself in the middle of the game. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I did play also a second game against um, a Sin, C-Y-N, in our group. And it was actually, it was one of those games where I put my list down and then she put her list down. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this is not going to go the way I expected. So I ran uh, B2s and Staps and I'm like, I got Staps, you know, I'll put Bombing Run and Breakthrough and stuff in my deck and, um, you know, the long deployments like Battle Lines Um I'll be all right. You know, if I face a gun line or something, these are the objectives I want. And then she throws down uh, triple tauntauns with Wookiees and R2. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, mm. <laughs> this list is better at all of my objectives that I took in my deck <laughs> than I am. Uh, and we did, in fact, end up on bombing run. So it was one of those situations where, like, clearly we were both going to score three points. Right, because I I could not stop the tons before they got to my zone with the bombs and vice versa with the steps, but then she had R two. <laughs> it was like, all right, so this is a situation like we're talking about where you essentially start the game behind and you got to make something happen. Um, luckily, I was able to basically nuke R two, um, did some damage to him with steps, and then followed up uh, on the next turn with like a scoped. Uh, not air support. What's the what's the separatist one called? I'm blanking. Orbital uh, strike. Orbital strike. Orbital strike. Yeah, and um, basically nuked R two, and then from there um, was able to kind of even up the points with because I lost some stats in the process of doing that. Also, 
um, was kind of able to even up the score with B2s, like one-shotting uh, Rebel Trooper units and stuff. <laughs> so um, uh, the B2s definitely ultimately carried that game because uh, once, even once the staffs were dead, um, you know, I killed some Wookiees and stuff with the B2s and it was just like, you know, when you get to late game and you have like full health B2HAs um, and a lot of stuff is dead, there's really not much you can do about it. So uh, after killing R2, that game kind of snowballed, but I could have very easily, that was another very close game, could have very easily lost that game 3-4 on, on victory points if R2 had gotten in there. So um, definitely an example where like, you might think that your list is good at something, but there's probably another list that's better at that something. <laughs> so yeah, that one was not streamed, unfortunately. But neither, unfortunately, was your game with Zodiac. That would have been pretty fun to watch. It, it was not. It was a little bit impromptu. Uh, we were, like, not sure yesterday was going to work. And then he, like, DM'd me, like, a half an hour before the uh, before we actually played and was like, hey, can you play now? And I was like, yeah. And it, it just, I mean, I guess he could have self-streamed it. But Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, you got to play when you got to play. We got to, you got to grind out those round robin games. So, anyway, Sin and Zodiac, both great opponents. Um both very close games that swung on like one moment. So, all right, that's our group 11 update. Do we, do we want to actually save our main topic for next week? Because we've been talking for almost an hour with, with the, uh, save our main how do you guys feeling? Um, you know, I, did we actually say that we're playing Tuesday? Yeah. Yes, we did. We said, okay. I, I, don't, yeah. I didn't couldn't remember. Um, up to you guys. I, uh, I'm good either way. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, I feel like our, our, that could take up another hour. So why don't we, <laughs> since we had a nice long discussion about uh, our Invader games, but also diving and going all in. Yeah, I thought um, that, was good, that was good, I think. Yeah, yeah. Why, don't we, why don't we wrap this bad boy up? So, any final thoughts? Um, Zach, are you on Team Kyle or Team Mike? Oof. I am on... Oof. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm on Team Mike, Kyle. Team Mike. Um, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> he's like, one, he's like, I'm on it, Team Mike, and it's not close. <laughs> for a lot of reasons. One. Uh, I'll be honest. I expected a diplomatic answer here, Zach, but you're nope, actually picking nope, a side. No, no. Hell with that. Let's we're going <laughs> spicy meatballs. Uh, one, we share the last same name. Okay, okay? that's fair. Two, yeah. people actually think we are brothers, but we're not. We're not related at all. I've, I've, you know, people have said, "Oh, you and you and Mike seem like your brothers." Okay. Three, the amount of hatred that Mike and I sometimes share in the show are really like actual brotherly type of relationships, even though we're not related. Uh, and four, I want him to stick it so far up your essay ass. Uh, so yeah, bring situation oh, awareness so it. he can shove it right up. Um, oh, if you boy. have to cut that out, Mike, go for it. No, it's um, fine. I think we're leaving that one in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry, Dad, but uh, I got Mike on this one. All right, Ooh. that's fair. I'll just have to. Uh, I'll just have to kick your ass by proxy. There you go. Um, <laughs> I guess. I guess that's that's how this is gonna go. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot riding on tomorrow's game, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I could co-cast with David. It's not gonna work. I don't think. But um, I'll, I'll be tuning in. I, I'll have my iPad and. Uh, All right. The family's got to deal with me watched it. <laughs> there you go. See, and then you can be like, you know, look, fam, I could just be casting this and you could not be even exposed to this right now. And that'd be way better for everybody involved. If it was only that uh, easy, right? Yeah. And, and so, uh, yeah, I know it's not. So so David is streaming this on Yavin Base then? Yes. Okay. 
And I think we said that earlier, but if we didn't, uh, we're saying we, it now. We so. definitely did, but yeah. Yep. Okay. Double, my, my double plug. memory is clearly like not working today. I don't. I All don't good, know. man. All good. Sorry, because you got me backing you. Yeah, I do. Apparently, go. a strong, <laughs> strong Zach in my corner. Yeah, I expect <laughs> Zach to be like, oh, you know, you're both my friends, and I'm sure the, you know, that everybody will have fun. Listen, I'm no, from Massachusetts. He was like, That's not how we roll. F you, Kyle. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we have the notorious scoundrels. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Zach. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>